Welcome to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. Hey everybody, Adonis Lindsay here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Steps to Better Days podcast. As always, I'm so thankful for you as a faithful listener. And uh, you guys are just, man, y'all blow me away. You're just doing an awesome job of helping me spread the word of Next Steps to Better Days podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for telling your friends and family members. People join in all the time. So thank you guys uh, for helping me with that PR. And once again, I love bringing these podcasts to you, just helping people go to a next level in any arena and area of their life. And so today I've got a very special guest with uh, us. We've got Yolanda Shields. She's in the studio. She's the CEO of Yes Bills Coaching. Man, I'm telling you, get ready. Get your pens out. Uh, get ready to take some notes. She's going to give us some three keys uh, to grow as a leader. I believe uh, we're all leaders and God's called us to take lead uh, in different uh, arenas and areas of our life and just uh, in our homes, our, our businesses, our schools, our community to, to lead. And so she's going to give us some tips on how to continue to grow as a leader. Yolanda, Thank you for being in the studio today with us. I am so glad to be here with you. Listen, I'm telling you, you are just all over the map. I see you on social <laughs> media, Yolanda. I see you uh, going uh, overseas, international. I see you at different uh, events here uh, in Nashville. And, you know, the thing I yes. love about you, you're you're consistent, you're constant, and you're always helping people reach a next level. So uh, tell our, list, our listeners just a little bit about uh, Yes Bills Coaching and what you do with that. Absolutely. Yes Bills Coaching and Consulting. We really take leaders and entrepreneurs and business owners through a strategy process to be able to say, this is what you want to start. This is the next level you want to take your business or your career. We walk them through that process of what that really looks like. Because sometimes we think we know what that looks like. (laughs) And in reality. (laughs) But in reality, you need this many staff and you need this much money. and, And really taking them through that visioning process and helping them map that out. And I think it's important to... If we're going to New York, we need a map to get there. (laughs) And if you want to grow your business and increase your revenue, you need a map. You need a strategy to show you how you're going to be able to do that. Now, I like like what you said. You you, uh, help them envision. Yes. And I think that's a key for everybody because, you know, Yolanda, I think we can all... Or uh, we've all been there. We've got. We know there's something we're supposed to be doing. Uh, maybe there's a dream or a goal, Absolutely. or we just have that desire, but we don't have that person like you to to sit us down and have that conversation with us. And I think I think every great destiny starts with a conversation. Absolutely. And like I love what you said. If you want to go to New York, which you know, me and my wife are going to New York in a yes. couple months here. We've yes. never been, uh-huh. and so we're planning that out right now. And I love that because you you, you take people's visions and say, hey, this is what you're going to need. And I think a lot of people need to know that information because it kind of empowers them to get to that next step or Absolutely. that next level when you've got that that strategy of, hey, this is your next step. This is what you're going to need. And it's not to frighten people, Absolutely. but it's to make us aware of, hey, if, if you really want to do this, this is what it's going to take. I love that. Yes. So, And I'm sure you guys are seeing great success with the Yes Bills Coaching. We are. We're seeing some amazing things happen with the companies and the individual we're working with because I think a lot of times we think we need tons of money to get started. And sometimes mm. it's just that sweat equity we need to put in. Ooh, the say work that we again. Need to, you got to say yes. that again. <laughs> say that one more time. It's that sweat equity we have to put in. Even if you're a partnership, both 
parties have to put in that sweat equity to move the vision forward. And it doesn't always take a lot of money to do that. In some instances it does, it's going to take money. Yeah. But part of that is you laying the foundation with your hands in it to move it forward. In, in other words, work, work, <laughs> It does take work. W-O-R-K. Yeah, they hear entrepreneurship, and I don't know why they think that's just, it's a great word, (laughs) but entrepreneurship is about finding solutions to problems, and in order to find solutions to problems, you got to make something happen. You got to work it. Yes. (laughs) T.D. Jake said, anything will work if you work it. That's right. That's absolutely right. I love that. You guys are are, are taking people with a vision and a dream, and you're giving them the how-to. The how to, the how to, the next steps, and I believe when when somebody's able to sit down with you, and and hear your dream, hear your vision, and they're able to help you process that, I believe that's golden, Absolutely. and that that prevents a lot of people from getting frustrated because you've left them with a roadmap and you've given them the reality of the situation. One of the things that I, I guess my my pet peeve, whatever you want to call it, yes. the, the irritant is when uh, somebody tells you. Uh, oh man, you can do this, and it's not going. It's, it's it's not that hard, and it's like they leave out all the yes. the, the the hard work it's going to take. They make <laughs> it seem like it's going to be easy. Then you buy into it, and you realize you're in way over your head. Absolutely, you know and that's it? that reality check when you sit down with that vision and saying, in order for you to get this done, because a lot of times when you sit down with visionaries. They have it down, but I'm, I have a gift of administration as well as being a visionary. And so I know there's some steps that need to happen before that can happen. I've worked with many visionaries in the church and in the corporate <laughs> world. And I'm like, I get in the room with them. I'm like, oh my God, these are visionaries. Yeah. And so because I have that gift of administration, I can help them wash it. Yes, we can do that. But this is what it's going to take. This is what it's going to take. Yeah. 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 We're not going to get there tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and that's good because I've been in that same seat and it's like, yeah, that's good. But, but let's back that down. We got it. We got to We got to start from the, from the starting line. Exactly. Not the finish line. You got to start from the starting line. Yeah. This is what the starting line looks like. And then you give them that roadmap. Uh, and and see if that's a journey they want to be on, and mm-hmm. so that's awesome. Now, Yolanda also noticed as just perusing through your social media, and uh, you've got this thing called Letters to Our Sons, yes. and you being a, a mother with a son, and uh, I know that's very dear to your heart. And uh, with the parenting, I think a lot of people are looking for uh, some parenting tips, parenting mm-hmm. uh, because you know the thing I learned about parenting is sometimes you think. You're the only parent going through what you're going Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Until you end up at maybe like a, a house party or you out with some friends and y'all start talking about children. Like, whoa, you go through that too with your <laughs> Right. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about a little bit about letters to our sons. Absolutely. Well, I wrote that book several years ago and because I was watching parents with sons. And I think it's critical for sons to have that time with fathers. But I also think there's a special bond between mothers and sons. Mm. And I wanted people to hear the stories of mothers, uh, the, their journeys with their son and raising their sons, whether you're in a, a married couple or a single mom. I became a single mom after 10 years of marriage, and I had to look at things a little differently. So what I did with the book is I put my the lessons that I learned raising my son and connecting him with strong men of God men in leadership positions so that he can learn from them, but also the things that he can learn from me as well. I think 
as a single mom, a lot of times you think you have to do it on your own and you don't. So finding those strong men of God and those strong leaders in the community that can help walk him through manhood. I can't do that for him. Yeah. And so in the book, we have letters from other moms that they wrote to their sons. Oh, wow. Really imparting into them what's in them and the destiny that's on their life and some of that journey that they had with them and just encouraging them. And then there's a devotional in there and scripture references and prayers to pray over their sons. And I had about 12 moms that did that to share their stories about their journey, raising their son to be men of character and courage. And so we have to instill that in them. And so I use that in a lot of parenting conferences and Mother's Day events to really say that we do have a role to play in raising our children. And there's a special role we play with helping raise our sons. Awesome. Well. That is amazing. That is amazing. And we're going to tell you guys how to how to how to locate that book and yes. uh, further down in this this interview here. Uh, but, you know, you touched on something because, you know, my parents divorced when I was. 15, 16 years of age. And I remember uh, not seeing my dad anymore. And, uh, but yet I was in the church and, you know, my mom made me go to church. Yes. And, you know, I got in church and got around leaders, men that were leaders. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I was so thankful for that uh, to help me with manhood and to, sh- to give me an example of leadership, which a lot of that probably forged my destiny of being in full-time ministry, Yolanda, you know, years later down the road. Uh, but my mom was still a strong woman as well, you know? And so I love that about you because, you know, on this one side, you're this, you're this uh, entrepreneur and you're out there uh, training and, and building and helping people build their businesses. But then there's that, that, that mother side of you as well. Mm-hmm. And that, wants to help people with nourishing their children and to share some stories that that can help people in that process. And so that is, that's amazing. Definitely. You're just, you're doing everything. You're doing it all. (laughs) And and one of the things in the book also, my son, I I had him start his own business when he was 11. Wow. So he started as an entrepreneur as an 11 year old. And I think sometimes, and I didn't do it because that's what I did. I did it because I saw that in him. Yeah. I saw that gift in him. And so I began to help nurture that and pull it out. And I think that's part of what our role is not to say, I want, I'm an attorney. I want my son to be an attorney Yeah. or or no, we look at what that gifting is in them and begin to build on that. Yeah. So that they're walking in what they're supposed to be walking in, not, what you would like them to exactly, yeah, because yeah. we can't live vicariously exactly our kids. But many I of love us that. have tried. We that. tried, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It doesn't work. We don't want to do that. Cool. Well, Yolanda, tell us you know, right now, just with all your leadership experience, and right now, as people are listening to this podcast, I want you to think about the person that uh, uh, is in a leadership role, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe they feel like they need to go to another level. Maybe they feel overwhelmed with the responsibilities of leading other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they've uh, come to the cliff in the very edge of saying, you know what, I'm done. Because yes. we've all been there, Yolanda. Absolutely. And so I want you to give three keys to that person that is in that leadership role. Uh, they're feeling like they've hit a lid. They're having thoughts of giving up, but but they know deep down inside they have to go to another gear. Uh, they're, they're faced with burnout. Give three keys, Yolanda, mm-hmm. to that person that can empower them mm-hmm. and help them grow as a leader Absolutely. so that they can sustain the journey. Absolutely. I would say my number one 
would be to them to hire people smarter than you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we get intimidated by people that may know more than us, but you can build a great team when you're hiring people or bringing people on your team that know more than you, whether it's in a technology space, whether, whether it's even in leadership space that you've seen that gifting in them that you don't have, that you bring them alongside you and work with them because they're going to make you stronger. I'm going to make you better. So first I would say, how are people smarter than you? That's, that's good. And that's, that's get, get people around you. That is Absolutely. that know more than you. And I love what you said, because, you know, sometimes leaders can feel, get threatened by that or feel yes. insecure. Uh, but I believe the sign of a growing leader is somebody who is confident in who they are. Yes. And are okay with them not being the smartest person in the room. Exactly. You know, exactly. that is, to me, that's a sign of growth as a leader. Absolutely. So that is key. That's awesome. That's awesome. And number two, I would say be authentic, Mm. be authentic with who you are with social media and everything that's out there. And people, you know, we see more stuff all the time (laughs) and then we try to, we look at that person. We really don't even know. We don't, we don't. And we compare ourselves to that person that we don't even know and may not even be the truth of what you're seeing. So be authentically who you are. Yeah. And your gift will make room for you. Exactly. We don't have to be in competition with other people, even if they're doing similar work. Because if you're being authentically yourself, Mm -hmm. you're going to draw the people that you're supposed to work with and you're supposed to walk with. And so being authentic is very key to me. I don't want to try to be anybody else. It's hard enough for me to be Yolanda. (laughs) So so just be authentic and you're going to draw those that you're supposed to work with the uh, contracts you're supposed to get. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been authentically myself on social media and it's opened doors for me for people I don't even know. Yeah. And so, so be authentic. I love that. And you know, I love that in, when you see that in the corporate arena, I love that when you see that in, in the church arena as Absolutely. well, uh, there's something about authenticity, you know, and I love what you touched on. And I got a good friend who talks about the, uh, I forget what he calls it, but uh, he talks about the, uh, the, when you start posting stuff on Instagram and, and that's, that's, he didn't call it fake, but he said, that's what you want people to see. And that's Absolutely. what, and that's what you're, but that's, you know, you, you know, you never do, you see a post of somebody post a picture say, you know what? I'm about to go out my mind. Right. I feel like giving up. <laughs> exactly. Help me. Exactly. My family is, is, is about to be torn apart. You exactly. don't see that. You see the smiles and you Absolutely. see everything. And, and if we fall into that trap, we compare ourselves with something that doesn't even exist exactly you know or we try to conform to that and i love that when you just stay you you know i uh one of my favorite quotes that i use myself is that i stay in my lane yeah because when you're in your lane that's when you're at your best absolutely the moment you get outside of your lane that's when you uh get disqualified that's Mm -hmm. when you bump into somebody else exactly and, and that's when you create a mess and so stay in your lane be you because when you show up you know to wherever it is you know if somebody invites you one thing about me Yolanda when somebody invites me somewhere to speak yes I never go there and try to be anybody else right I stay authentic absolutely I don't I don't take cues from a lot of people you know one of the things about me when I go somewhere and speak I always introduce when you know when my family's not able to go with me I bring a photo and I have them put that on the screen and I introduce each one of my family members Mm -hmm. and I do that uh, because 
because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. I wouldn't be the person I am right now without my family. So that's a reminder Absolutely. to me, you yes. know? And so I do that everywhere. And so I remember I was going somewhere to speak at this one place and uh, I think it was a, a leadership luncheon somewhere here in Nashville. And so I remember flipping through social media like two days before that and somebody had posted something like, uh, you know, the do's and don'ts of public speaking. And they said, you know, the last thing you need to do is get up and introduce yourself and talk about yourself or anything like that because people came to hear what, you know, not to get to know you, but, and I thought, oh, that kind of jacked me up a little bit because I'm like, man, I always talk about my family. Yes. But it's like, no, no exactly. this is me. Absolutely. This is me and this is what I'm going to do. Absolutely. And it but, comes across when you're not, off, you're not being yourself. Exactly. It's, you uncomfortable, you're like. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, because you're trying to fit into a mold that's exactly. not even you. Exactly. And so I love that you brought that up because, you know, people go through that. and, and it's, But I think if you can stay you. Exactly. Then you give people you. Absolutely. And you have something. I'm a firm believer that when we're walking in true authenticity, mm-hmm. then we got God put something in us that we're the only people exactly that can give it. That's right. You know? And so right. I love that. I love that. So so that's that's key number one was surround yourself with, with people that are smarter than you. Uh-huh. The second thing was be authentic. And then yes. your third one, Yolanda? My third one, and this is something that I really focus on, is if you're a leader and you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling like you've gotten to a level where you're not sure what's next, I would I would say to you, re-examine if it's time for you to move. Mm. I remember being in different positions and I would come into my office and I felt like I was in someone else's seat. Wow. And that was just a sign for me that I had done what I had been called there to do. do. And leaving is really hard. And it wasn't leaving like, where am I going to go next? I'm I'm saying, who's going to do this work? Like, I'm the only one that can do it. (laughs) Like, really? There's somebody else coming. And I think we get put in positions to take a place to a certain place. Yeah. Take a company to a certain level. Take an organization or church to a certain level. And then after you've done what you've been called there to do, it's time to move on it's time to move because on. there's something else for you to do. Yeah. And I think sometimes we stay longer than we should and we could actually miss whatever was going to be next for us. Yeah. And so I would say re-examine if you're feeling like you're like frustrated and not sure what's next began to look at it and see if it's time for you to make that transition. Yeah. And then begin to prepare. I would tell no one to come in that day and leave the next day if you don't have a plan in place. Don't exactly. <laughs> begin to work on your plan. Begin to look at your life plan and, and your ultimate destination and what is going to be the next thing to help you get there. Yeah. If you feel like you've finished what you've done at that place. But do not stay longer than you need to because then even if there's a gifting on you to do a certain thing, sometimes that gift leaves, that grace leaves when you're supposed to be gone. It lifts. It lifts. (laughs) I remember raising money and I I knew it was time for me to go. And I got so afraid that the money that I've been able to raise over the years, when this grace is gone, if I don't leave when I know I'm supposed to leave, then that grace to even do that job is going to be gone. Yeah. And so just re-examine 
if it's time for that transition. That's great advice. Great advice. A lot of people probably, you know, uh, are listening to this right now. It's like, wow, they've never heard somebody say that. But, you know, uh, leaders go through that. You Absolutely. Know? You know, I remember going through my season of feeling like, okay, this, I hit a lid. This is, I've, 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 I feel like a shift is coming. I feel yes. like change is coming. And a lot of times we do want to try to hold on to that. But but you know when, when it's time to move on. Absolutely. And so, but I love what you said. It's like when you start feeling that way, sit down and re-examine. Start, start making a plan. Mm-hmm. And that is so key. And that's good leadership right mm-hmm. there because you're still growing. Exactly. You've, you've taken that company. You've taken that church. You've done what you were supposed to do. Exactly. And now it's like, and, and the place is not going to fall apart in your absence. Right. You, you've taken it to the level that it's supposed to be on. Exactly. And maybe your next assignment is outside of that. And so you'll never reach that next assignment unless you transition from your current assignment when it's your time when it's your time and the other thing is sometimes you it you could still be in that company it may be another position another seat on the bus yes yeah and so look around with where you are if it's a big company where there's opportunities for growth begin to look what's next that i want to do that's going to really complement where i know where i'm where i'm going yeah so yeah because because the thing i think about leaders is that we're always growing. Yes. And when you reach a place where you, to me, a, a good sign of, okay, I'm supposed to be on another seat or another transition is when I stop growing. Absolutely. When there's no longer a challenge yes. to grow, when I can do Absolutely. the work with my eyes bl- blindfolded. You exactly. know what I mean? And it's like autopilot. Exactly. When I feel like I'm on autopilot, it's like, okay, I'm not being challenged. I'm not, and it's, it's not so much as you can re-stir passion. Right. Passion, you can't conjure it up. Exactly. Either you got it Exactly. Exactly. So. Exactly. And one of my giftings is to bring order out of chaos. So once the chaos is gone, I can always tell, okay, I'm the starter. I'm the one to come in and yeah. get everything laid out and fixed and in, in order. And when all of that is done, whether it's a client that I'm working with, some of us try to keep clients on and on just to get that money coming. It's like, you're done. <laughs> you're like done. move on in that company, move on. If you've been able to do that. Yeah. And so you'll be able to have those signs and those triggers. that's going to tell you it's time to make that change. Great, great, great advice. Yolanda. I'm telling you, it's been such an honor having you in the studio today. A, you shared some great, great things here. and just catching up with you again. Yes. Love what you're doing. You're passionate about it. Always got a smile on your face. If you guys were in the studio with us right now, you'd see she's been smiling <laughs> since the time she opened her mouth and started talking. That's yes. just her. She's being genuine. That's who yes. she is. If you go to her social media, any videos, you'll see that is who she is. So thank you for being a part of the show today. Yolanda, where can our listeners go uh, to find more information about you and what you do? Absolutely. They can go to yesbuilds.com. They can also find me at yesbuilds on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Awesome. That is Yes Bills, Y-E-S-B-U-I-L-D-S. Go find her now. Connect with her. Make sure you check out her book, Letters to Our Sons. She's got other books as well. She's got great tools, great resources for all you guys that want to go to another level in your life, business, and in leadership. And uh, thank you again, Yolanda. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to have you back in the studio. Would love it. it. It's been great. So, hey guys, thank you for uh, hanging out with us on this podcast. Next Steps to Better Days, uh, always bringing you some things to help grow you, take you to another level. Make sure uh, you go back and uh, re-listen to this over and over if you need to. Also, share it with somebody who you know. Maybe they're in that 
season, that situation where they feel like they're stuck, they feel like uh, they're not growing as a leader, they've hit some moments where they feel like giving up, I believe this will help them uh, sort through some things and it will also give them an opportunity to connect uh, with Yolanda Shields as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Always a pleasure to be joining you guys and always remember... It's never too late to make your next days your best days. You've been listening to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. For additional resources or coaching, please visit adonislindsay.com.